Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Nor. And you're listening to episode 187 of Two Broke Watch Snobs. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be different this week again. And I kind of like the way we've been mixing things up. Hopefully you do as well. Last time we had an episode about design and art in watches. Um, and not long ago, we were joined uh, by my wife, Noor, who is also joining us again. Who's back, 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 back again, again, again. <laughs> We've been out in the heat all day. And... <laughs> Things are getting weird. Uh, and Kaz is still stuck in this bathroom. Oh, poor Kaz. He's laying tile. It's it's grueling. Um, I hope he's okay. So I, I think what we're going to do today, uh, I wanted to put something together uh, that was pretty simple, pretty classic in the realm of watch content and stuff like that. And there's something that people like to do. They like to review iconic... <laughs> That was the dog. Review iconic watch designs, like just the absolute top tier, unforgettable watches, uh, and, and get a reaction from people that are just non-watch people. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a good bit of feedback that we got after the last episode that you did. Some folks said, I really, really enjoyed having somebody on the show that was not a watch person. Nice. Um, and I guess they, they really... Just liked your, liked your commentary and, you know, what you thought about whatever we were talking I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, watches that I should buy. Yeah. For the new house. Mm-hmm. Still haven't bought it. But, um, so that's what we're going to do now. It's going to be episode 187, Iconic Watches with Noor. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. I think you know some of these. Uh, but before we begin, we have to do a wrist check. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. All right. What are you wearing? I'm wearing the Tresca Free Diver. Yeah. And I actually really like this watch, and I wore it on my 40-mile run last year that I did in Oregon for uh, climate awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was, it was really... Nice to have this was it on a, me. Was it? Did it get in the way at all when you were? No, not at all. And you were running with this all day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So was, I really love the color. And you used to take this to work sometimes. Yeah, I used to wear it to work. Yeah. So this is the one with the seafoam green dial and the stainless steel bezel. Um. And I think this is the first, this is the, definitely the first generation. Um, he's made a couple of different versions since this one went out. But yeah, this is a watch that immediately caught my eye when it came out. So much so that I reached out and asked for a sample. Um, and there's a re- review of this watch or a similar watch um, on twobrokewatchsnobs.com. And I don't know, you don't, you don't even really wear watches anymore. No, I, I did for a little bit, and then I stopped, but I kind of want to go get back into it. Get back into it? Yeah. Something like this, though, would be a little bit too much for daily, though, right? You'd want something slimmer and Um. Yeah, oh, especially, like, depending on, like, the outfit at work, mm-hmm. Um. 
maybe f- this could be like a Friday watch because it's a little more casual. I'd mm-hmm. like something a little dressier. Because this is like, some people say this size is too small. So this is a 40 millimeter dive watch. No way. Which is um, almost almost the perfect size. And people complain sometimes when they can't get a 40 millimeter um, in a style that they like. But even even this seems... They think it's too small? They think it's too small. Yeah. Oh, some, well... Some folks think, think it's too small. I don't know. I have pretty small wrists, though, so I think it's perfect for me. Yeah. I, I guess I can understand if someone has a bigger wrist than me, then it might look a little tiny. Yeah. And the strap you have it on is... This is a toxic shiznit. This is mm, okay. one of um, Harry's straps. Nice. And... This is in the black and gray bond. Yeah. I, I used to wear it with like just a solid gray. Yeah. Uh, NATO strap. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it more with like just a solid gray. The thing it is. It goes better with the seafoam green. You don't like this bulk though, right? This bulk of the strap. Or does that really. Um, it, you know, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Okay. I like these. The NATO straps because they actually fit, you? fit my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it. I like this watch. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one, one of my favorite colors. And you you made some memories with it. Yeah, you love that color. Mm-hmm. I love that color too. It's pretty close to my bass guitar. Yeah. So okay, I'll go. That's the Traska Freediver. And I'll go next. You know this watch. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. <laughs> so this is, I'm wearing the Panerai Luminor uh, PAM777. And you're no stranger to, the, to this watch Mm-mm. because you pushed me over the edge. Yeah. And I was like, buy it, buy it, buy it. Said that I was being a, a dumb doofus face. Well, I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this watch makes me a little bit sad today because it reminds me of the last time that we traveled and we haven't it wasn't the last time we, it was our last international trip. oh yeah it was our last big trip yeah that was just the two of us yeah other trips have been with like family yeah <laughs> <laughs> those are still trips though <laughs> Is this one was international? It was in Italy, and it was to celebrate our fifth year anniversary. So it's yeah. very special. So, in a perfect world, we'd be getting ready for a cruise and with Kaz and Becky. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But yeah, this this watch is special to me because we got it on that trip. And so, for people that haven't heard about this watch on the show before, it's basically the forty four millimeter entry-level Luminor base that was revised in 2018 to have in-house movements. Uh, So this is the standard Luminor configuration. It does not have a sandwich dial, so the numerals and the indices are actually applied on, well, I think it's more of painted onto the dial. Um, Some of the fancier models have this sandwich dial, but I don't really uh, care for that. What's a sandwich dial? So a sandwich dial, think about think about the dial as a layer. Okay. And instead of painting the, the numbers and the marks, they're actually cutouts. 
So the the one and the two would actually be holes that are in the shape of a one and a two. And then under that is um, almost like a greenish yellow disc. So then when you put it over, that color comes out of those uh, those cutouts. So it looks a little bit like this. Let's see if I can find this watch. This is the PAM777. Okay. And in some photos, you can kind of see it. So you see how you see how there's some depth oh, there's there. Oh, there's like a shadow. Yeah, that's so. There's like a green. There's a green disc dial or whatever disc underneath. Under it, and then you <clears throat> and then the black one on top with cutouts for the numbers and the markings. Yeah, and so okay. that's that's you sandwich that on top of the green disc, and so that's that's you get this sort of effect. That, okay. That has a little more depth. Okay. And so people really. I don't know, people like to hate on this because it's, I don't know, maybe not as refined as that, but I really don't mind. These are painted on? Yeah, these are, and oddly enough, they call it a sausage dial. And sausage? I, and I never really understood why. <laughs> so, um, Wait, this one is, is a sausage dial. And that's a sandwich dial. I'm hungry now. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, so Wait, I, why is it a sausage? I don't I don't get that. I don't know. We have to ask the Panaristis out there. But anyway, it's a fine watch. I really like it. I'm glad that I you know, I'm glad that you pushed me over the edge and let me buy it. Let and, you. And it was pretty well, I mean I had to like convince <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, and then famously, I have it on this uh, standard Panerai rubber strap, and I've never worn it on that other weird one. Do you even remember what it no. looks like? Yeah. What's the other strap? It's like a canvas gray and blue strap, oh. and, but it has leather on the underside, so I didn't really want to wear it. Oh, okay. Um, and this was perfect. It was perfect for Italy because we were uh, in Italy in the summer. <clears throat> Sweating a lot. Which is not a good idea yeah <laughs> don't do italy in the summer <laughs> well but then when are you gonna do italy i mean the fall maybe early summer like maybe spring maybe early summer but you know in the heat this rubber strap was great and um you remember how nervous i was because of customs and claiming this oh my god we had to wake yeah. up extra early we had to go to that special kiosk at the airport to get something right, stamped yeah. They had to take this out of a special case and look at it and look at the receipt. Oh man. Yeah, that was a hassle. Yeah. We woke we woke up at like 3 a.m. to fly back home. Yeah. But this is fantastic. Actually, both of these watches came to Italy. I don't know if you remember. Did I wear this one? You wore it a couple times. I brought it, but then I think you had you had outfits really planned out. Yeah. And I don't think a watch was part of it. <laughs> no. So but both of these watches were in Italy. The Trasca went. Nice. Well, this, this one's this one's been on some trips. Yeah. We took yeah. we took this one, the Trasca, I took the Doxa. I took a notice contrail, which is a different watch I have here, and then I brought back this uh Henry. So nice. These these watches saw some travel together. Yeah. All right.
Well, what I want to do now is I want to run through an article with you. Mm -hmm. um, and I was trying to, because I've seen some videos again of people either with um, their wives or somebody that's, that's not necessarily a watch person going through watches and just getting an initial reaction. And I thought about an article that was written by my old boss, mm -hmm. Ariel, at a blog to watch. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty old article on the site now, but yeah, it's 2013. It's gone the distance. And I, I'm actually curious what he would think if he revisited this article. But this is called Top 10 Living Legend Watches to Own. Okay. And when I was starting to get into watches, seriously, I would always look for articles like this to think of how I would build a collection or what I have to look for in a collection, which I find is complete bogus right now because we always say collect in a vacuum, just buy what you like. Um, it's, it's pretty much useless to see a, another collection or an ideal set of watches and think, that's what I have to go for because this person is telling me this. All that said, this is a fine list of watches and uh, I would call some of these iconic, but I wanted to get your reaction because I think you haven't seen some of these. Mm -hmm. And I also want to go through some notable mentions because um, I just think it'd be fun to get your reaction. Okay, let's do it. I think you're familiar with this one. People go crazy over this watch. And I actually want to pull up, before we start talking about it, I want to pull up the price right now because it's impossible to get new from the brand at the dealer because that's just the way things are. This watch is a stainless steel diver and pretty much $10,000 if you want to get it today. Oh. Okay. $10,000. Uh, so let's start. This is a simple one. It's the Rolex Submariner. Okay. What do you think of this? I like it. I mean, I mean, it just looks like a nice Rolex. Like, uh, it's, it's all black and I don't know. You can dress it up, dress it down. Um, and it's a Rolex. I mean can't go I mean I feel like you can't go wrong with a Rolex everyone knows Rolex yeah I think that this so when I started again getting into watches this is this is one that I really thought thought about you know owning one day it would be great if I had this but when I see it now I find it and this isn't an insult to anyone that has it but it's just it's really kind of plain to me and I, I, a lot of people share that opinion uh, and a lot of people want I thought that. you like plain I like plain yeah the problem is recently when it comes to Rolex if I'm gonna with the way the pricing is now if I'm turning to Rolex I'm not gonna get something plain okay I'm gonna get something bananas okay <laughs> you know, so, uh, and, and like I don't, it just looks like a classic Rolex watch Right. But you like a very specific version of this watch. And I don't know why that's that's not come to your mind right now. The green one? Exactly. Yeah. So that's the... Yeah, but that one you can't wear with everything. Like, this one goes with more attire because it's black. So it's like a neutral color. 
this green, you can't wear it with everything. Like, it's not going to look good with some outfits. I mean, there it is with black pants and a yeah, gray Yeah, that's a sweater. neutral colored outfit. Well, that's all I wear, black and gray. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, yeah, that, so color in accessories, is, any color is going to work nicely if you, have, if you wear neutral a lot, like the neutral colors, which you do. And for you, I don't think it would be good to have a black Rolex because all you wear is black. Yeah. But many, for me, I like color. So I think it would be okay to have a black watch. How many t-shirts do you think I have that I, I wear? Like five. Yeah. And they're all just black. There you go. Or like dark navy. <laughs> Proof. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, you see, if, if I were going to drop money on a rolex now yeah i don't think i would want to pay ten thousand dollars for it oh my gosh this green one though no no not the green one the black one yeah like this the retail on this one is not even close to well mm, the prices actually just went up so what does rolex say um nine thousand three hundred fifty for the green one how can that be i I feel like it should have Select. We're picking the black one. Seven thousand nine hundred. Wow. That's still a lot. That's a lot of money, but I mean. That's better than ten thousand. The thing is, you you basically just can't buy it at this price. Yeah. So if you want it, you have to buy it ten thousand. The, the price doesn't matter basically anymore, for most people, I would say. So I I mean, if you were gonna pay ten for this. Why not go a little bit more and get yourself some gold like that, you know, or a little bit more and get the green one. Mm -hmm. That's the way I'm looking at Rolex. I see. That makes sense. So. I mean, I still like it. I just, I don't know know if I like it enough to pay $10,000 for it. Yeah. Um, But I think it's nice. It's like a, it just like looks like a classic Rolex watch. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I can get behind that. So the next one I want to go through is this one, and you're familiar with this one. I like Omega. Or I like. Do you have this one? No. I do have. This oh, one. you have this one. Okay. So this, I like this one. This is the Omega Speedmaster. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And um, what are your thoughts on the complicated? So like compared to this one, what's what's kind of standing out to you? Well, there's a lot more going on on the dial. And uh, what is the thing around the dial? That's a tachymeter. A tachymeter? Oh, it says it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks cool. Looks. um, I I just don't think it looks as dressy as the Rolex watch. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I have. There's a coworker uh, that recently got an Omega. It wasn't this Omega, but. And I see a lot of people that are getting into watches getting Omega, and and they they kind of toe the line between uh, luxury and something that also feels very working man's. Yeah, you know, it feel it's an Omega. Omega really tries to push luxury, but the fact of the matter is the the designs are very like working man. Yeah, it definitely has that working man. Yeah, this is the the Omega Speedmaster is I th- still think the ultimate dad watch. Really? Like a like a, a dad could just 
buy this watch. I can see your dad wearing it. Never buy. To be honest. Yeah, never, yeah. never buy anything again. My dad is scared to wear his dad's Rolex because he Rolex want to break it. Well, no, just Rolex in his mind is you know something like oh I should not be wearing this, which is the reason my grandfather gave it to him. Yeah. My grandfather was too scared to wear the watch, <laughs> so he passed it along to my dad. It oh my ne- goodness! It had never been serviced in decades. I serviced it, and, and now said, he won't wear it. I said, "I said, Dad, this is this thing is humming right now. It's perfect. You could wear it every day. Do literally everything with this watch. It was pressure tested, completely overhauled. Uh, you know, you can you can wear this and." But didn't he ruin a watch that he paid a lot of money for? Back in the day, and now that's why he's like paranoid about buying an expensive watch and wearing it. He used to do window installation on buildings. Oh, now he he would hang outside. He would hang outside of buildings and install windows. And he dropped a Piaget, which is a a pretty nice brand. And then from that moment on, he said, "I'm I'm never gonna wear a nice watch when I work." But he basically works all day. Yeah, six, but he, six can, days a he week. can wear the Rolex on a nice date. Yeah. You know, or like, a, I don't know, a wedding or Yeah. But you know, it's whatever. funny. Instead, he wears a Michael Kors watch. What? Because. What? Because. My, a Michael Kors? But this is the beautiful thing. He wears it because my sister and I went halvesies on it a long time ago, and we bought it for him, you know, years ago for either Father's Day or birthday, and it's it's... I, I think I guess it's he his, wears it because he's proud. Yeah. He's, my kids got me this. Yeah, exactly. So, but his dad gave him the watch, the Rolex watch. That, I, that, I think he's getting. That should mean something. I think he's getting a little bit of that fear, the same fear, like oh, it's a Rolex. It's it's too oh, expensive. Oh, so to yeah. Wear. So Michael Kors, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this uh, also people like to people like to put watches head to head, like a versus. And it's very popular to see articles and stuff about the Rolex Submariner versus the Omega Speedmaster. Um, which one would you pick? Because women. What's the price of the Omega? Uh, well, the price of the Omega today, I want to say, is around six thousand. Yeah, it's around six thousand. Well, I'd buy the Omega. You buy the Omega? Yeah, it's it's more reasonably priced for what it is, and I can probably wear it more um, throughout the week because it's a little more dressed down. Yeah, this makes me want to wear mine now. <laughs> you can wear it after we're done. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, cool. All right, let's see what's next. All right. You ready? I think I know this one. I do. <laughs> we saw a version of this watch we saw a version of this watch in vegas a very long time ago yeah. and i still anecdotally bring up this trip over and over and over again because it, it was so much fun to just window shop with you in vegas mm-hmm. and see all of these watches that not long ago you could actually see them in the stores and now you just can't find them you can't find this one no Oh, we were actually in Venice and we tried to we went to an Audemars Piguet retailer and the lady was even there. The lady was like, no, 
<laughs> we don't really? <laughs> it's just like I don't remember that. So the one that we saw actually was the, uh, let me see if I can find it. It's the 15400. Uh, and we saw the white dial. Yeah. We got into an argument, not an argument, but a civil discussion about which one is better, the white dial or the black dial. And then this is the one that we saw in person. Yeah. You wanted the black dial, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree. <clears throat> I still don't agree. <laughs> I like the white dial more. <laughs> you know, years later, I, th I think I'd, I'd probably go for white. Yeah, it looks so much nicer. This, this is my dream watch. What? This one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately for us. Why? <laughs> okay. So you like what this? do you like about this watch? So for me, why is it your dream watch? For me, I'm so obsessed with the bracelet and the way that it's built. All of the little pieces, just the way that. that they fit. If you see <laughs> the way that they 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 build those things, they, they're just like hand finishing each and every single little piece. There's a really good video that we've linked to a couple times. Maybe I'll drop it in in the description this time. But I don't know something. Something feels like this watch is just so perfect in terms of comfort um, and the fact that you can probably wear it and people have no clue what it is. Mm. You know, this thing, I've been thinking about the Rolex Submariner a lot lately and how, you know, this is basically copied so much. Mm -hmm. If you tell a little kid to take a piece of paper and a crayon and if you tell that kid to draw you an electric guitar... They're probably going to show you something that looks like a Fender Stratocaster. Yeah. Like, it, it, it looks like an electric guitar. That's the, that's the image of an electric guitar. Mm -hmm. And this is just a Rolex. You know, it's the same thing. If, if you say, like, draw a Rolex or tell me what a Rolex looks like, you know, it'll be this. And yeah. so you have a lot of companies that copy something similar or, or try to achieve a similar look honestly mm -hmm. and people will still say oh is that a rolex oh Be, you know that, that's that's how that's how heavy the design is and how uh, how how far it's come but this thing i i like this one i like it i like it too i don't like the blue you don't like dial, the blue dial though no i like the i like the white dial people will sacrifice their firstborns for the for, for the, the blue dial wow <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what's the reason for that? We can look at a more modern. So the blue dials, one thing that Audemars Piguet does, they'll come out with something in a black dial and a white dial, and you can buy that, um, you know, at authorized dealers. Mm -hmm. But then they'll pick a color and make it exclusive to their boutiques. So the thing with the blue dial is that it was a boutique exclusive. Oh. And that happens with um, a lot of their models. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what does it mean? Like, so only specific boutiques can sell the blue dial. You have to go to a boutique to get the the blue dial. Oh, you can't buy it on online. No, can no. You even buy these watches online. I mean, you you can get them online, but you have to get them from somebody like uh, you know a, a reseller like we see here. So, you know, this watch, man, the fifteen four hundred when we saw it was like seventeen thousand dollars. When we saw it, it was seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. Oh, I thought it was more. Why did I think it was more? I thought it was in the thirty thousands. No, 
No. Oh. It's more today. Um, it's closer to 20,000 today. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you get a chronograph like this. No. This is the. I don't like that. You don't like chronographs like that because mm -mm. you say it looks like a face that's yelling at you. Yeah, he looks so mad. Look, <laughs> we're looking. Look at this. <laughs> he looks so mad. The watch we're looking at is the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak chronograph in the panda configuration. Panda. Yeah, because it looks like a panda with like the eyes. And the oh white. yeah. Yeah. But then the dot, the sorry, not the dial, the hands. Mm -hmm. Make it like look like the, those are the eyebrows, and so it looks like it's mad and <laughs> yelling at you. <laughs> so because the the hands are at ten and two, that looks like eyebrows on the little sun. Yeah, and he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but also okay, like that's not why I don't okay. That's like I just think that's funny, but I think the the circles dress it down. And so if you're going to pay that much money for a watch, get something simple. Get something really simple and classy looking. Yeah. And I don't know, like even I think I still even though people I guess like the royal one more, I think the white one looks the dressiest and yeah. like the like more expensive. Uh, like if I was just to look at how these watches appear just mm -hmm. visually and not know um the pricing i would i would think that the white dial is the most expensive one so looking at this white dial audemars piguet and then the omega and then the submariner even without knowing prices you think that this white dial is more expensive is clearly than, the yes most, yeah yeah look at all these no but even if i had to compare the white dot the audemars piguet with the other the blue the blue dial uh -huh. Or the black dial. Um, I would still think that the white dial was more expensive. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's part partly because, again, like you said, it's the classiest. Looking yeah, it's one. classy. It's like clean. I don't know. It's just and it. Yeah. I really like it. Look at all these sharp. Look at how sharp these corners. Yeah. Are. No, it's a very. I remember handling the watch in Las Vegas and like really being in, impressed with the bracelet, um, and. Just the whole feel of the watch. Um, I think I think it's worth the price. Bonus round. What about this one? What? <laughs> There's like a million different watches. Well, this one. This is basically the sporty dive version of the one that you like. Oh. This is the offshore. Okay. Well, this one looks more rugged. Yeah. Yeah. Not as as dressy is it horrifying i don't think it's horrifying but i i wouldn't know i mean i i that was actually pretty i like the blue and the, the yellow. blue and the yellow that was pretty yeah that's another that's another boutique exclusive i really like that yeah i i like that one i'm just not sure i would pay whatever it costs because again um it looks really sporty like it I feel like you're going to go racing or something <laughs> in a race car. <laughs> cool. But I do really like the white style. With the bracelet, not with the, the rubber. Bracelet. No, okay. not the rubber. That's another thing. That's another no, weird thing. With the thing. bracelet, with none of the circles on it. 
Just um, the three hands. And I would say that it mm. is worth the 20 grand. It's probably. Um, yeah. I would not say that about the Rolex that we saw, the classic one. I don't think like the price that they're pricing it at is, is mm -hmm. I think it's uh, overpriced. Cool. All right. Next. Next. Let's see what we get. Some of these I might have to, I might have to swap something in for something a little more iconic. Oh, so I'll, okay. I'll, I'll show you. But this, I have very strong feelings about this next watch. Okay. And people wrote in to us a lot uh, after I said some things, and they were like, what is wrong with you guys? But anyways. Okay. All right. This is the JLC Reverso. Uh, let me show you the deal with this watch. It's got a little party trick. Party trick? And you can do this little flippity flip thing. Oh. You can flip it and then sometimes, <gasps> some versions they have... That's pretty, they got the... Well, that one's fantastic. That's the oh, one... That one's really nice. That, I like that. That's the one with the moon phase. Yeah. This, let's look at the, the, the regular one. So this, this one... Many times you just have the watch face, and then when you flip it over, it's uh, it's just a solid stainless steel back. So people like to engrave, you know, either uh, initials or, or you know, some kind of memory or okay. things like that. What are what are your thoughts? Let's let's pull up the most standard reverso. Um, you know, I would say it's this one. I hate this watch. Why do you hate it? <laughs> I just, uh, well, okay, I don't hate the watch. I just think it's so overhyped. Oh. Uh, and, and if you if you encounter a lot of these articles, like the 10 must-have watches, they'll always stick one of these in there. Oh, okay. And I just, for the life of me, I can't, I can't tell. I would pick up, I would pick up the one that you like. This one here. That with, one's so pretty. With the moon phase. Yeah. That one's fantastic. They also make some in crazy cool colors like red. You know, I understand there's there's just a little more going on. Mm -hmm. Look at those hands. Um, but I really like the blue hands against the white. Yeah. And it's simple. I really don't like like Square or rectangular watches too much. I prefer circle, mm -hmm. circular mm -hmm. styles. Um, so that's the only thing that I'm kind of just like, eh, um, about. But I don't know. I think it's okay. Just okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think depending on like the colors, like this one's very plain. The one in the article that you were showing me, like that one. Wait, where was it? This one? Yeah, I mean, because I like the brown strap with the blue. Mm -hmm. I think that one's nicer looking than just a black strap. I don't know. Um, I clearly would never have to wear this watch, though. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like this. I is... can see your dad wearing this, you know? This, yeah. This goes good with a lab coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't know why you hate it. I mean, it's not like hor horrendous. It's. I don't know. It's. It's okay. How much is it? Let's see how much these are going for these days. Um, <clears throat> definitely buy used. 
Um, oh my God, I hate so much. <laughs> but you can get this one, the same version for, this is basically the cheapest watch we've seen. Well, the Omega can be pretty cheap. Um, used, though. Used. Right, Omega can be This one's be basically, used. this one's 5,000 used, and this is the one without the moon phase. Here's the really crazy one that we both like. This is oh the my God, one. It's almost ten thousand dollars. This is the JLC Reverso Tribute Moon Duo Face, and this one is almost ten thousand dollars. This one I like. I like it. You know why? Because there's this texture to the dial, mm -hmm. and it's just it's badass. This is probably the only Reverso that I like. And then you can flip it over and stuff. What's the point of and that's, flipping that's the it? other side. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's a wait, that's so much cooler than just like a plain like whatever background. Right. So this this one's pretty bad. So the other the or like the more simple one, you flip it and it's just it's just steel. metal. It's just steel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. see the point in that. Well, the the issue is, is it so you can engrave something. The in watch, it? the watch was originally made for polo players. Oh. Um, and so when they would play, they would flip it to the metal side. So it doesn't get ruined. So it doesn't get ruined when they're like beating horses with mallets or whatever. They don't hit the horses. I'm sure a horse got hit. Yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's the whole deal. This one's so cool. I like this one a lot. I know, but look at the price difference between five and ten thousand. Well, I mean, there's actually a function to the back side of the of the of the watch. Okay. Yeah. Well, in this case. Yeah. 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 So we can both get on board. With this one. With this one. Yeah. See, I like this one too, though the one that's on the article itself. I think because of the is this rose this gold? Is rose, this is yeah. Rose gold. So you, the only thing though, I would change is I put it on a brown strap, and then and I think that would change my mind. I don't know. You know, because it's like rose gold. It's got like I really love rose gold with like brown, and then it has like a really pretty blue for the like the hands. And it's like very classy. You can clearly see the numbers. I think it's like butt ugly Alice in Wonderland crap. What? <laughs> Whatever. Let's see what's next. I don't think so, but okay. All right. What's next? Another Rolex? So this is a Rolex, um, and this is a modern version of my grandpa's watch. Okay. So this is the Rolex Datejust. This is like... This is the Rolex that you buy when you finish med school. Yeah, this one's nicer than the first Rolex we saw. So you like this more than the Submariner? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, this one's actually really popular with with women because they have a ton of different sizes. Okay. Um, I mean, they have this 41 millimeters, but look, you can actually get one in 36, 31, and 26. Oh, that's really so. small. Isn't it um, twenty six? How small is that? It's so tiny. It's tiny, but it would probably really look good on you. Yeah, a twenty. You you can you can find the women's sizes. So if if you're if you're a lady out there and mm -hmm. you're looking to get a stainless steel date chest, you're you're gonna find it because that's basically all they have left. Okay. Um, and this industry is not super popular with women. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, so you, that's interesting. You like this more than the. 
the Submariner, yeah. which is clearly a more popular model. Well, if you're if you want one, let's see. I don't think we can buy one right now. No, sorry, honey. That's okay. <laughs> um, let's take a look. I think the twenty six. He doesn't really split it. We're looking at a popular dealer right now. Let's look at a 36 millimeter. This one, this size is pretty, pretty common for both men and women. So here's a version, basically $7,000. I think that's pretty typical. Ew. You don't like what the flower? What is wrong with that? Oh my God. <laughs> that's like a little kid's watch. Yeah. This is the... I guess you can buy that for your little girl. I don't know. This is the Datejust 116200 with silver floral motif on an oyster bracelet. Looks pretty bad. It looks so cartoony. It's like not even like elegant flowers. It's just... Yeah. What about this oh one? Oh my God. With the, I can't uh... believe they approved that for like <laughs> production. They've done a lot of weird stuff. What about this one with the Roman numeral? Uh-uh. You don't like Roman numerals? No, I don't know. It's it's we I don't know. It's okay. I like the one we saw in, in the article. In the article? Yeah. Yeah, look at that. That's so nice. Cool. So it doesn't have the does it have this date thing uh, on the one? It's a the little Roman it's a little no? Yeah, all of them all of them have the so that that's the um that's where the name comes from, date just. Oh. They're always mm. going to have the date. Uh, Makes sense. And it's going to be easy to adjust. Uh, that's weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yes, so whether it's the flower one or the, all of these are always going to have that date with this little magnifier. This black one's really nice. This one's modern, really clean. So you can think of this one as the modern one that my, modern version of what my grandfather Mm -hmm. so. yeah all right what do we got here all right i like this watch and i've told you before and you're like that's disgusting so let me let me actually pull up a more iconic version of this watch oh my god so this is i guess that that looks pretty cool this that is, looks better than the photo you showed me on the article. Yeah, so this one's this one's pretty cool. He picked one with a gray dial, which is pretty classic. Yeah, um, people really collect these silvery gray dials. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one that the one that really sells is the blue dial uh, Tag Heuer Monaco, especially now that they have a faithful vintage reissue. Of mm -hmm. it. Does it look like this one is screaming at you? Because this one looks more like a face, because you can see the eyes and the tiny mouth yelling at you, and then the eyebrows. No, it doesn't look like a face to me. <laughs> I've always wanted this watch, but I can never really justify buying it because it's pretty. Big how, how much is it? Um, you know the new price is absurd. I actually really like it. It's like I, and I don't like square watches usually. The, but I I think it looks nice. They did something in those colors. They did something really cool with this square case mm -hmm. because it looks square. The crystal is square. Mm -hmm. It's definitely square. But the watch itself isn't totally square. You see Maybe these that's curves why I like here. It. 
So that throws you off, and then you have the circle on the inside with those lines. Right. Okay. It's a it's it's a hell of a special watch. How um, much is it? Let's take a look. I forget how much they are new, but I always look used, and they don't last. Oh, there's not even one here. Yeah. Let's check the good old eBay. eBay. How do you trust someone to give you a real watch over eBay? Wow, that's a completely separate. Oh episode. my gosh, I would. I don't know if I would ever do that. Come on, man. Computer. All right. So here's the older version, used, selling for thirty-two fifty. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, what do you mean you can't justify buying that? And here, here's a new one from let's let's. This is like a gray market dealer. Um, Four thousand eight hundred and twenty-three. And then new from the brand. If you, I keep spelling the name wrong. How do you even say that name? Hoyer. Hoyer. Yeah. I mean. That's probably just how Americans say it. Oh. I'm sure it's there's a, a proper way to it's say like it. It's like Hewier. 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 find the print. These, these websites that these people built, I can't even find the price here. This is ridiculous. What if you go to men? It's well it's well over it's well over five thousand, I would say. Oh look, yeah. Five thousand four hundred for that version. Six thousand three hundred fifty for the true, okay. um, like true to spec vintage remake. This one's pretty cool too, with the racing stripes. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, it's a fun watch. Yeah, I think it's a fun watch. <clears throat> what is this? This is where I disagree. Um, so I'm gonna pull up another watch. Oh, I like this one. You know I like this one. That's I like him. So in the article, in the article, he picked what was arguably um, a classic Flieger design. This is this is a Flieger. It's like a German pilot's watch. Oh, okay. Very World War II inspired. A ton of different companies made these, uh, and this one specifically that I've pulled up for you uh, for emotional reasons. Emotional is the IWC Big Pilot, and I already know what you think about this watch. Why is it an emo what emotional reason? Because you hear me bitch about it so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to bring up the version that was most familiar to you. No, but I like I like this one more. You like this one? The with the yeah more than this. Well, this is the classic black dial one. Yeah, I like the blue dial. Oh, you want the you, the oh. big pilot? Isn't this the big pilot? This is you like this one. Yeah. So you specifically like the petite prince? No. Yeah, I, that's is, what they call it. They call it the petite prince. Yeah. Little le petit. Little prince. Le petit. Why is it small? It's not small though. It's, it's a not big watch. Small. Okay. It's, not, it's, it's a the huge. same. It's the same size, same watch. The only difference is that it has a blue dial and it ships with uh, this brown strap. Yeah, I like the brown strap, but I would prefer gold. Um. A gold case. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. That's expensive. Yeah, it's super pretty. I mean, it's super pretty, but. 
I know. Well, you're telling me what you're asking me. What do I like? This is these are that's what I like. Wow. Do you specifically like this newest one, or it's newer? Look at this one. They stuck it. What about this one? Yeah. Look how pretty that is with the gold and the blue and the brown. So you want a little bit. So you nice. want a little. You want a little more out of the big pilot. What is that? This is a perpetual. Calendar. I don't like that one. That, that's insane. No, they right. ruined it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I need. Look how beautiful this is, with the brown and the gold and the blue. It's so pretty. It's expensive. Let's see. I know, but that's, I think, if you're going to get an IWC, don't get that black one, like, in stainless steel. It's it's very plain. So this one is 33,000 euros. This one. This is so beautiful. So let me try something else, actually. And I really, really like the, what is this thing? The crown. The, yeah. That's the huge crown. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So a lot of companies made these watches uh, during the war. Um, not a lot of, I, I would say a handful of companies. IWC was one of them. Uh, but there are arguably companies out there that make versions of these watches that are more true to the original. And one of those companies is called Laco. And I'm gonna show you. This is also a big pilot. Okay. Um, but more closely in line with what you would probably find on a pilot's wrist. That one's really cool. Yeah. I like it. So this is the Laco Munster. And it's just... That looks really cool. It's no bullshit. It's yeah. A, it's a pilot's watch. And you can get these for... I mean, you can get them with this dial. And it's the same. it's the same design. Basically the same design. Mm -hmm. You can get it with this busy dial, or you, you like the clean dial. I like the clean dial more, yeah. All right, so the Big Pilot retails for over 12000 today. I know, but it looks so nice. I mean, this is really cool, but the other one looks so much nicer. This the IWC. This one, the Paderborn, or the Munster that I pointed out, is 1190 Wow, okay. So that's I really like that watch. I I uh, like the monster. I like the price. <laughs> no, but it, it looks really cool too. Like I think it looks like really I think it looks pretty badass. But you don't mind that it's so utilitarian though? No, that's There's... what I like about it. Okay. So sometimes you like things to not look fancy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can well at least I mean you can appreciate you can appreciate, you know that this this watch 100% was just made to tell the time yes for a pilot yes yeah but if i had to pick between this one and the iwc in the colors that i like obviously be like i like the iwc one yeah well cuz just cuz of colors not even name recognition right no no i mean i don't really know much about the company i mean there aren't like rappers putting iwc into their lyrics right. these days right i just the, like the way it looks I have thought and about And you really one. like the black one, and I don't know why. Like, you might as well, you should, I like this, the Monster, more than the IWC black one. Like, if you're going to get a plain watch, get this one. 
But if I get a pilot's watch. Yeah, if you're going to get a in, big, big pilot's watch. In black. In black. Get this one. Okay. I mean, that's what I think. I've been thinking about going that route, too. Yeah, it's really nice. I like it. I I'm, might steal it and wear it, although it might be too big for my wrist. They make them in a ton of sizes. They make one in 39 millimeter, and I think they have one in 36. So, okay. This one's smaller. Yeah, look, it's so nice. It's 39. I really like it. Very cool. Yeah. I was not expecting that. All right. Let's see what's next. Oh, my gosh. So this is a Breitling Navitimer. Fuck is going on on this watch? <laughs> Another pilot's watch. Oh my goodness! No. I mean, I don't know. That's it's like it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. But so, you know what's so funny? I sometimes like it when watches are overwhelming, and then sometimes I don't. Well, I think you like watches that are overwhelming when they're overwhelming like this. I think you like this kind of overwhelming. Yeah, I'm surprised you said the Audemars Piguet is your favorite watch over this, the Patek. Well, I'm talking about things that are within the realm of any Why kind of money that I've ever spent. Why is within the realm of something? Why are you putting limits on yourself? I mean, like, obviously we can't buy this now, but you don't know what life's going to be like 10 years from now. All right, let's look at this. Let's, let's, let's look at this. Navitimer a little bit. Okay. So you like busy sometimes. You clearly like busy. Yeah, because that's super busy, but I think it's so pretty. It's like, I don't know. I don't know why. All right. I, but this one is just doesn't really speak to you. No. Okay. So we're lukewarm. I mean, I guess it looks cool, but I just, it's not something that I would like seem like, oh, that, that's awesome. I want to buy it. I could live my whole life never having a Breitling Navitimer. Okay. Being Sorry, totally we're in agreement. Cool. See what's next. What did you pick? The Cartier Santos. Mm -mm. Your dad has a version of this watch. I know. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Wow. What what's kind of sticking out to you? I don't like the, the worst? I don't like the Roman numerals, and then they're like slanted. I don't know. Okay. And then I don't. I don't know. The dog is losing her shit. <laughs> she agrees with me. <laughs> she doesn't like it either. This is another pilot's watch. How is this a pilot's watch? It was initially made for uh, a pilot, Alberto Santos Dumont, who was the primary competitor to the Wright brothers. Hmm. And so he wanted a watch, and Cartier, okay. Cartier made him. Uh, I, I still wouldn't like, I wouldn't. If I saw this in a store, I wouldn't stop and be like, ooh. I just feel like, eh. Look how, they started around 6700 Yeah, I don't think. I would not pay thousands of dollars for All right. this watch. So I'm going to replace the last watch here. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, I really don't think it's iconic. Um, Can I see it? I still want to see it. All right. So this is the IWC Portuguese. Oh, it's pretty. But I like the IWC one that I we were talking about before more. I think if you're going to go for IWC. It's so pretty, though. It's got, like, gold numbers and hands, and then it has, like, a blue seconds hand, and the dial is white. But it's got something that you hate. 
What? Look at the 12 and look at the 6. <gasps> oh my god. No. <laughs> I can't stand that. <laughs> no. Okay. That's 6. That's, that's so weird. Why do they do that? They beheaded that 6 so much that it... Like, why even put the number there? Yeah, it doesn't even have to exist. It looks like a zero. More than half of that six is gone because of that sub dial. Same thing with the 12. Yeah. The 12 is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I um, Wait, what, did you, what did you want to replace it with? I wanted to put, you know, I just, I wanted, I wanted you to revisit the... Patek? I think this is a more iconic watch. Uh, and I just picked a random reference because... I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. How can you compare Patek with IWC? Of course Patek's going to win. Well, no, no, no. I, I didn't want to do a versus. Oh. I, wanted, I wanted to swap something in, which I think is actually a little bit more iconic. If I was, if mm -hmm. I was seeing a top 10 list... And you put an IWC big pilot and then an IWC Portuguese. Yeah, Patek is so good. They didn't, they didn't, they just didn't put the numbers in. Yeah. There's no chopped off numbers. They're just not there. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Well, the, the reason I think. Sorry, that, I interrupted the, you. The reason I think this is more appropriate for, you know, a top 10 list or whatever is because this is the Patek perpetual calendar chronograph. And they've made a ton of them. Uh, well, not a ton. I think like a handful, but the fifty-two seventy or the fifty-nine seventy, or those people go crazy for them. There's one called the thirty-nine seventy, which is maybe not as popular. Mm -hmm. But this fifty-nine seventy, they really. I think it looks really it. cool. And holy hell! I like it a lot. That's. I hope you understand what's going on here. I don't understand what's going on here. But I think it looks nice. It's a chronograph. Yeah. It's basically a stopwatch. Yes. You have a moon phase. Yes. It tracks leap years for you. Mm-hmm. These these little things here are leap year indicators. Oh, okay. Um it's it basically will track the day, the date, month. Just like for years. And you don't have to. That's amazing. I mean, theoretically, that's, if you just constantly wear it every single, if you wear it every single day, theoretically, it, it will it will keep track of all of that. Yeah. All on its own. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. I I don't understand uh, how that can be done, and it's uh, it's it's really cool. So, I think you're kind of biased for this one. Yeah, I am. So I'm gonna take it out of this next question. Why? If you <laughs> if you had the cash right now, which one would you buy? Um, I can't get the Patek. No, because we know so we know mean. we know that's gonna but be I your like answer. We I know, know that's gonna of be your answer. answer. <laughs> I think I'd get the Automapie if I had the money. The white dial. Yeah, that's a good watch to yeah. to share. Mm hmm. Yeah. But then if yeah if this Patek was in the picture, I'd be like Patek for of sure. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But would you even feel comfortable wearing this every day? Yeah. Man, I'd be that. That's I'd be scared. Why? Man, you're on another planet. <laughs> 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 you're, you're on another planet, man. 
What? That's these things are made to be worn and to be used. Why would you buy it and not use it? That's true. Let's see if this guy's got any of them. I doubt it. Nope. I like this one, the fifty-two fifty. That was the more simple one. Or the fifty-one forty-six. I love this one with this dial. Oof. But I also would prefer to have forty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now that would be nice <laughs> <laughs> after buying a house and furnishing but it. You know, what's, you know what's funny? And when we went into the dealer, the Patek dealer in Seattle. The guy showed us these. We we saw fifty one forty six. Yeah, I remember. Uh, but the still the watch that people love. People kill themselves for this one. This is the Patek Philippe Nautilus. Really, that kind of looks like the Audemars Piguet. This is the hottest watch on the planet. What? Why? You you just you can you can barely get this watch. Wow. Okay. And I think it's incredibly boring. Yeah, I would agree with you on it that. Do, it does compete directly with with the uh, the AP. Yeah, the AP is uh, I think uh, nicer looking than this one. They were both designed by the same guy. It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But you would get the AP. Yeah, well, if I had, if it was um, between, between this? this one and the I would get the AP. Yeah. Same season. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. This is why we're married. I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned so much about you. I didn't. I. I. My biggest surprise was you liking the lockups. I think it looks so cool. I thought you. I thought you would think that they were too like plain. No, I like it. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this with yeah, me. Yeah, you're again. welcome. Totally. This is fun. Yeah. Well, um, hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Uh, if you get a chance, be sure to uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash twobrokewatchsnobs. Um, again, I hope you've been enjoying the sort of diversity that we've been shooting for with different guests and different voices. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to mix things up and have Two Broke Watch Snobs expand mm -hmm. in terms of being an idea uh, that a lot of folks can just hop on and uh, do a show. So um hope you enjoy it and yeah we'll talk to you soon my name is mike my name is nor you've been listening to two broke watch snobs later